Save up to 35% on auto insurance with the experts at Golden West Insurance Services, conveniently located at Golden West Credit Union. We'll take care of you. Authenticity leads to connection for Joe Ingles and the Utah Jazz. Wednesday night was the ultimate example. Here he is for three. Got it. On Autism Night, Quinn Snyder drew up a play for Joe Ingles to get a three on the first play of the game. Double stagger waiting for Joe. He's got triple doubles on his eye. Beautiful back pass. Gobert another dunk. That's assist number 10. Yeah, I think Joe's done for the night. Quinn gives... Quinn gives Joe a huge hug. Crowd gives him a standing ovation. He gives him a wave. Rudy Gobert continued his assault on the rim and the dunk record. Rebound Donovan on the push. Rudy sprints the floor, lobbed to the rim, slammed on. Great hustle by Rudy and Donovan paced that perfectly. And the Jazz rolled to another win. Tonight they'll have to do it against the high-scoring Bradley Beal. Back door to Beal. Lefty layup. Gets it to go before the shot clock buzzer. Second straight 40-point game for Bradley Beal, and it's a five-point lead with 19 seconds. From downtown Salt Lake City, it's the Jazz and the Wizards. Tip-off is now. David, I think what's important tonight is the Jazz to stay focused on what's been working for them. And then face guard Bradley Bill. <laughs> Since he thinks it's such a high school. You got to tell play. the story, Ron. You keep laughing, but you haven't told the story yet. You got to tell the story. <laughs> well, he looked at the jazz bench. What's face guarding? <laughs> face guarding is just you're, you're in his face. Regardless of where he's going, with or without the basketball, you're just flat out face guarding. It's what you do front. to the one good seventh grader, right? Uh, exactly. In seventh grade, when you're playing that one kid, <laughs> Denard White was the kid. on, Like, <laughs> Denard White, man, you, you, that was the guy, right? So you, yeah. So you face guard him, and, and he calls it a high school defense. But <laughs> So Bradley Beal looked at the jazz bench and said, what is this, high school? <laughs> they should have said no, seventh grade. <laughs> All right, well, let's keep an eye on some things with the Wizards tonight. They actually shoot the second highest percentage of any team in the NBA at the rim. We'll see if they can do that with Rudy Gobert around. Well, according to Amanda, our broadcast assistant, 49 field goal attempts, David. 35 of them was assisted. They only took seven free throws, made six. The Jazz against the Wizards last time in a 116-95 blowout. Jazz in their purple uniforms. <coughs> Let's see what the first play is tonight. Actually didn't run through anything today. Donovan runs off a high pick and roll with Rudy. Wiggles to the right elbow. Puts up a right hand push shot. No. Rudy taps it up and in. The starters for the Wizards are Sadoransky with Beal. Brown Jr., who's a rookie out of Oregon. Bobby Portis and Bryant. Portis and Bryant can shoot from the outside a little bit. Scott Brooks said they'll have to do that to be successful. Sadoransky driving in the lane, kicks it out. Here's the three from Bryant on the right side. No good. Donovan taps the rebound to Ricky Rubio because Gobert was out defending the three. So that's exactly what the Jazz will have to do tonight. Rubio drives the baseline, comes to the window. Easy layup for two. The Wizards come into this game, as we mentioned in the open, 27th in the league defensively. What's stunning really about that number is when you look at the teams that are around them, they're all the teams that weren't trying this year. Bradley Beal off the bounce three, misses it on the angle left. Beal is a much better three-point shooter from straight away. He's only 32% angle left. 
Rubio driving, weaves underneath, curls to the basket, lobs it up to Rudy, catches, misses the one-foot layup, rebounds tapped over the glass and out of bounds. Rudy just missed one he doesn't miss very often. Yeah, just a little bit too far to dunk it and just trying to put it right over the front part of the rim and a little bit too far. There's some interesting notes on the great Bradley Beal when you dig into him a little bit. As Sadoransky, the six foot seven point guard, drives to the right baseline and flips one up and in. One of the big ones on Beal is that he's, for as much as he's known as a great shooter, his catch and shoot numbers are 37%. His off the bounce is 35. Here's a right hand dribble from Ingles. He prefers the left, gives it to Donovan, drives through the lane, going to the window, went to dunk it, missed it because he was fouled. Yeah, it, it looked like at the last minute he decided to dunk that because you see how far he was at the backboard. It looked like he tried to turn it over and bring it back to the to the basket. You see, if you get a chance to see on the replay, it seemed like he, see how he turned it in his wrist yep. the last second there and going to get to the free throw line. Averaging six free throws a game since January 1st, which has been a big game changer for Donovan, and the first free throw is good. You were talking about Tony Brown Jr. Yes. Their 18th, 15th pick in the draft, but this last year at, at 18, and getting a chance to start, they want to put him on the floor, give him as much minutes as possible now that they're not he, in the playoffs. He's really interesting. He believes he's a point guard. Oh, really? He believe, he, when he went through the draft, he really thought he was a point guard. Beal, top to Sadoransky, who's playing for the injured John Wall. Top to Bobby Portis, acquired for Otto Porter. Right side, Bryant, played his college ball at Indiana, was an early second round pick. Beal on the right wing, guarded tightly by Rubio, can't get the shot off. Up top to Portis, bricks a three, rebounds tapped all the way outside the three-point line where Bryant has it. Over to Beal with his red headband, Rubio attached to him, drives the baseline, swirls it back out. Sadoransky's open for three from the angle left and hits. Bradley Beal not shooting in the paint there. He takes eight shots a night in the paint. Against the Jazz, when Gobert was on the floor, he took just one last game. Oh, he didn't even look at the rim with that dribble drive. Rubio, mid-range jumper angle left on a no-pass possession is good, and the Jazz lead it 8-5. Bradley Beal working the top. He'll take as many catch and shoots as he does off the bounce. And here he pulls off the bounce for a mid-range jumper. He hits those at 42% or 40%, a little below the league. Excuse me, 42% above the league average of 40. Donovan, mid-range jumper, no good from the left elbow. It's 8-7 Utah. Sadoransky left side. Sadoransky's long and lanky, not particularly athletic. Out to Bryant for three. Bricks and airballs the three. The awkward rebound comes down to Portis. He goes up and under on favors and scores. Boy, those three-point shots are so bad that almost impossible to get a get a defensive well, that's rebound. That's what Scott Brooks said would be their game plan tonight, very much so. And Bryant, who's had a very nice year, not known as a great three-point shooter, but he is at 34.5% as Joe Ingles rolls through the lane and puts the Jazz up 10-9. Sadoransky starting his 49th game for the Wizards. Gets to the top of the key, swings it right side. Brown hook pass up top. Portis putting it on the deck, tries to drive on favors. Shot no good. Gobert rebounds. Outlet to Donovan. Sadoransky can't get to him. Donovan's going to go to the rim. Two-hand dunk. Donovan had a step on Sadoransky. Started to reach out. Realized it was going to be a breakaway. Let him go. Yeah, just gave Donovan a chance to get the crowd on their feet. Timeout, Scotty Brooks. 12-9, 7.58 left. First quarter, Jazz with the early jump here on the Jazz Radio Network. 
my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. I think our defense you know, over the last few years has improved as the season progressed. And that's a credit to our players, them taking pride in it, working at it. When you work at something and it's important to you, you're going to find ways to get better at it. We know that's who we are, and that's how we're going to be successful. They're going to be physical, and they're going to double-team and face guard and force us to have our other guys make plays. Yeah. we got to be quick with our decisions. Big fella not only blocked, he's altered a bunch of our shots. Last game, I thought he was a big factor in making us miss a lot of shots around the rim. As Bradley Beal pulls back for a mid-range jumper left side instead of going to the rim over Gobert, misses. That is your new skin sound flash. Rubio penetrating. Lobs it high to Rudy in traffic. He catches. He's going to go back up with it. Has no shot. Throws it away. And then throws it away as Thomas Bryant back the other direction. Yeah, Newskins, re- proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com. Utah 12, Washington 9, 7.38 left here in the first quarter. Donovan made that play because Donovan all of a sudden stops, gets in the passing lane, and there was no passing outlet, so we ended up throwing out of bounds. Ingles, left-hand curl, hooks it back up top to Rubio. They sag off him. He ball fakes, drives. Beautiful pick by Gobert, but Rubio's a little late with the shot, and Bryant slides around Gobert and blocks it. Sadoransky goes into the post. Portis, who can score, has had some big nights in his career, puts up a wild right-hander off the glass and in. Portis was originally in Chicago, high-energy player out of college. Played at Arkansas, I believe, if I remember correctly. I was getting a little Arkansas-Alabama mix-up, but I think it's Arkansas. Donovan drives, kicks. Rubio's wide open in the right corner. Ball fakes, doesn't take the three. Spins to the window, instead misses. Gobert tap follow, no. 12-11. Washington's playing some defense, which is more than they played in the last matchup. Well, they're closing out, I think, and, and you heard Scott Brooks talk about making decisions a lot earlier than what they did the first time these two teams met. Sadoransky forced to the baseline, puts up a right-hand runner and scores it. And Washington has a 13-12 lead. We're watching the games that are going on. Portland is in Atlanta, Oklahoma City in Denver, and that Indiana-Boston game's interesting, but not to us. Well, okay, we might not mind Indiana winning. Donovan drives, lose the ball, loses the ball, goes off the hand of Bradley Beal. 6-19 left here, Washington 13, Utah 12. I want to take a second to give a shout-out to Megan Bledsoe. It's the only Thunder fan that I'll ever give a shout-out to. But she says she relies on the radio for NBA commentary and a tweet to me the other day. Because of my blindness, I want to thank you for what the games you call bringing the game live. So as Rubio misses a three off the left side of the glass here, I want to give a shout-out to Megan. Every night I kind of choose one person I'm doing the broadcast for in my mind, and we'll do it for Megan tonight in Oklahoma City. Uh, while we root for your thunder to lose. Sorry, Megan. I mean, I like you and all, but I'm not changing that. Three from the top is up and in for Troy Brown. Brown is not supposed to be a particularly good shooter. If he can put that piece together, Washington might have got themselves a pick. 16-12 lead here. Donovan driving, loses the ball, diving on the ground. Fortis Brown, Donovan goes down with it. Bounces up top, and it's stolen by Portis, who hit. Saw it coming, and then grabbed there by Royce O'Neal, and Donovan got hit in the head. Donovan is down on the ground. Got hit on the head. Tabo's out talking to him. Donovan is slow to get up. Eric Waters comes out. And Donovan's walking off the court. The scramble on the bench, I mean on the floor there, it's hard to say if someone landed on him. He lost the dribble. Brown went down. He got poked in the left eye. 
So Donovan goes out of the game. Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, Royce O'Neal are all in. Not all for Donovan. Beal, right-hand drive, kicks to the corner. Bryant, their mobile big man, gets it on a roll now. Sees Gobert, curls out. What Rudy does to deny, but a beautiful back cut coming the other way and a shot missed by Bobby Portis. Fast break, pass by Ricky Rubio's nowhere close to Royce O'Neal and goes out of bounds. Yeah, that was a huge gamble. That defended well, better pass, maybe could have had a chance. Bradley Beal shoves off on O'Neal, drives the lane, sees Gobert, puts up a double clutching layup, got it! 9-0 run by Washington, timeout. By Quinn Snyder, and Washington leads it 18-12 on the Jazz Radio Network. Scoring guards, the Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal, the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, as the Jazz continue their playoff push. Washington leads the Utah Jazz right now. Let's take a look at the other games going on across the league. Portland is in Atlanta without Yusuf Nurkic, without C.J. McCollum. Let's see how they're hanging. 25 to go in the third, 70 to 64 Blazers. Amina will push, gets to the low post. Head fakes, goes up, off the glass, puts it in. Sorry, we got some noise out here, so we couldn't quite hear that, but sounds like Portland's playing well in that one. Let's check in with Oklahoma City and Denver. Shot clock is turned off. Nuggets are looking for an old, by the way, bucket. Ten seconds left to go until halftime. There's a high pick from Joker. Murray runs into Adam. Throws it off to a cutting Tory Craig. Baseline high, Archer. Bank no good at the horn. Could have been better. So we're at halftime where the Nuggets lead it by four, 56 to 52. So we'll keep an eye on that one. That's the one we're really watching. Want Oklahoma City to lose as Jay Crowder comes in the game. Fires his first three of the night from the right side. It's good, Jay Crowder. Ends the drought. Jazz had not had a field goal since the 8.08 mark. We're at 4.34 left. Bryant bumping and backing on the smaller Ingles. Bryant, 6'10", cross-court pass, stolen by Crowder off the foot of Beal, out of bounds. Nice. Jay Crowder anticipating where the next pass was going, got into passing lane. Mr. Plus-Minus, how will Neto in the game? Thurl Bailey joins us now. He's our plus-minus wizard. (laughs) How will Neto is the best plus-minus player in the NBA? 100% serious. Right floater from How will Neto up and in. That's why. Wait, is that his? Bradley Beal turns the corner, gets to the window, sees Gobert. Gobert taps him on the back. They call a foul. Beal misses the layup. Rudy, I don't think Rudy touched him. Well, the lower part of Rudy's body may have made some contact here, but Bill just puts that up just short. He rushed it because of Gobert. That's not a foul. That is definitely not a foul. Thurl Bailey, what are you seeing so far tonight? Well, hopefully uh, Donovan's okay. But, uh, you know, the Jazz having some struggles, I think, on the offensive end. Just turnovers and couple of tough shots. I thought Ricky was hesitant. He had a, an open look at the three, but kind of thought about it. And so the Jazz, don't, they don't really need to be to question themselves on the offensive end. They get some good looks, and then the defense will hopefully kick in before the second quarter. That's Thurl. 19-17. Thurl's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Neto's net rating, in other words, what we are versus off, is or net plus 17.3. Giannis Adetokounmpo is second. 
O'Neal drives, throws the bad pass into the backboard. It goes by Ingles and out of bounds. Like those. You know, Scott Brooks said something before the ball game, Thurl, and I, it sounds like you're repeating the same thing as far as the Jazz are concerned, is making those decisions a little quicker, but making the right decision. Absolutely. 19-17, Washington. 3.45 left here in the first. Donovan's in the locker room. He got swiped in the eye. Did not heard a word or had him come back yet. Mike Elliott just walked out from the locker room as Bradley Beal drives the left baseline, lays it up and in, and flexes. Beal, who was not, who was passive in the previous matchup. Yeah, he's determined to force the issue tonight. Uh, you're a player who is a, uh, a prolific scorer in a sense. You don't forget those nights. He averages about seven and a half shots a night at the rim in the key. He took one against the Jazz the other night. He takes eight threes a game. He took three and was 0 for 3. Well, offensive rating when he's on the floor is like 111. That sounds like an Amanda Smith note to me. You're going to hear a lot of Amanda's notes tonight. Joe Ingles driving, finds favors, off contact, off the glass and in. Here comes Jabari. He comes in to score. Jabari Parker played a single year at Duke, originally drafted by Milwaukee. Pull-up jumper, up and no good by McCree. Excuse me, McCray out of LSU. Ingles works off a pick from favors, gets to Derek, five-foot floater up and in. That's a special duo right there, guys. Two really have connected and communicate just, well. Just seems to know when to get Derek the basketball, doesn't it? Well, yep. He pauses so well. Beal driving, gets it knocked away by Ingles. Throws it down low to Bryant, who's now got the mismatch, and he dunks. Technical foul has been called on. It's got to be on Bryant. I think he was taunting after the dunk. All right. There was something that was about to explode. Or maybe Jabari was sprinting toward Ingles for defensive purposes. So Corver will take the technical free throws. Favors stretches. Career 88%. Makes it. David Locke, Ron Boone with you. Thurl Bailey from the AT&T Sports Desk joining us. Amanda Smith is our aforementioned statistician tonight. Did I, did I say her name enough yet? Mark Douglas is our engineer. Adrian Lizer's back at the studio. High pick and roll. Double stagger. Kyle Corver. Straightaway three. No good. That shot has not been going for Kyle recently. Kyle's actually in a little bit of a slump. Beal to the window. Lays it up and in. Bradley Beal is playing with a level of aggressiveness right now that is a first team or third team all NBA caliber player. That's what he's shooting for. Ten points in the quarter. Ingles pops to the corner. Guarded by Parker. Drives by him, shoves into him. Parker blocks the shot. Ingles gets it back. Powers through him, draws the foul, and scores. Ingles talks trash to Parker. Thomas Bryant is furious because he got a technical a moment ago for when Ingles then said something similar here. Now Ingles gets warned by Trudowski. Tells everyone that's enough. The thing is... I don't and think they understand what he's saying anyway. You know, Joe Ingles? He has that Australian slur. Oh, and another technical, technical foul. That one's on Bradley Beal, who came into this game all fired up. He and Jay Crowder have been talking an awful lot. I like it. It's harmless. You know, you can throw out texts all you want, but you, 
I like this kind of a feisty game. Well, it's probably good for the Jazz, frankly, who have not been very sharp. And Washington may have woken them up a little bit. 26-25 Washington. Jazz defense has not started to play yet tonight. Jazz defense has been considerably better than the rest of the Western Conference since January 1st. Five points per 100 possessions better than any other Western Conference playoff defense. Joe Ingles completes the three-point play. Ties us at 26. That's why Joe gets away with it because uh, Bryant was demonstrative. He was flexing. Joe just plays mind games. Bounce pass down low to Bryant. Finds a cutting Decker. He drops it. Flips it out to Parker. Parker drives in the lane. Hooks it up. No good. Rebound tipped in by Decker. Was in the cylinder. Oh. They count it. Sorry, I saw the official raise his hand. Assumed they were going to wave that off. 28-26. High pick and roll. Spread floor. Ingles works to the right angle. Underhand handoff to Crowder. Open three. Got it. That was a neat play there by Joe, Ron. And Thurl, he moved the angle of the pick and roll to where he doesn't, where he isn't usually working, and then went right hand instead of left to get Crowder that handoff. Well, they were forcing him right, and I think the Jazz were expecting that. They must have saw that the last time they played this team, because Crowder came right in the pocket. Yep. Double team, finds Bryant on the roll. Bryant stops at the elbow, takes a mid-range jumper. It's no good. Parker with an aggressive rebound. Goes back to the basket, blocked by Crowder. Loose ball, Corver has it. Corver comes to the front court, bounces ahead to Neto. He hooks to the corner to Ingles. One dribble to his left, fires the three and airballs it. Favors offensive rebound, puts it back up and in. And Joe Ingles talks trash to Derek Favors. Here comes Bradley Beal in the lane, jump stop, misses, rebound Corver. 53 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz by three. Crowder on the push. Neto on the far side. Favors running the floor. Corver, tough catch. Fire hit. Oh, Kyle Corver. Quickly the other way. Decker driving. Cut off by Crowder and fouled by Crowder. Man. How about that run? 12-2 run right there by the Jazz in a span of a second or two. You, the confidence, I mean, rightfully so, right? I mean, yeah. he's got the fourth, what, fourth most threes all time. The confidence that Kyle Korver has to have in himself to take that last shot is something else. Okay, since you brought that up, I'm, now he's made one. So now he's 207 behind Reggie Miller. Oh, you're keeping you're keep tabs. <laughs> I, I, I'm wow. on the Kyle Korver watch. That's he asked, it, I told him. I think a year and a half he can get it done. I told him how long, that you told this, and he asked me how long is it going to take. I'm really getting to like the, the nerdy Ron Boone. Right? <laughs> Joe Ingles steps into a two-for-one three and hits. And the Jazz continue their run. And lead at 37-29. McCray working off a pick with a shot clock and game clock with a nine-second separation. Mid-range jumper left side. Pops out. Offensive rebound Parker. And foul. Jabari Parker's really playing hard. Well, David, he's, what, second on the team in the rebounding? Seven and a half? So, and he's coming off the bench. So, what do you think? He's playing the power forward position. So that that's what he makes is. him a yeah, tough, a tough guard, huh? Yeah, that's what he is. Well, that's what he is. The question has always been defensively, and he didn't help us cause any when he informed the media earlier this year that no one has ever been paid for defense. It probably wasn't a quote he wishes he had on his resume. No, I think that's part of the reason he's playing hard. Is you know, when, once you get labeled something like that. Now you've got to go out and prove. 
Right, and he's and he's now had two teams decide they That's didn't right. want him. So right. it's time it's time to decide if you want to define your career or not. And he's talented. Oh boy, is he ever! He makes one of the two free throws. Shot clock is off. Ingles is at the top, guarded by Decker. Decker, remember a great Final Four run at Wisconsin. Joe chests it to Crowder. Crowder wasn't quite sure what he wanted to do, so he bounces it back to Ingles. Ingles drives with the right, steps back for a free throw line jumper. Good. Wow. Joe Ingles is just talking, just jack talking. And he goes to the quarter with 10 points on four of six from three. And the Jazz score 39 points in the quarter. And lead Washington 39-30 on a 17-3 run to close on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Pops to the corner, guarded by Parker. Drives by him, shoves into him. Parker blocks the shot. Ingles gets it back. Powers through him, draws the foul, and scores. 53 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz by three. Crowder on the push. Neto on the far side. Favors running the floor. Crowder, Corver, tough catch. Fire, hit! <laughs> Jazz lead it by nine as we open up the second quarter. They get a stop. Now Corver comes around to curl, fires the three, rattles out. Kyle starts the night one for three from three over the last 10 games, shooting 35% from three. Which for Kyle might be a little bit of a slump. Jazz, Donovan, ooh, a 30 point ball. Donovan Mitchell left the game earlier. Howell Neto just went down on the far side of the floor. I'm not sure what happened, but Neto ran into someone and is slow to get up, breathing deeply, sitting back. And the Jazz either have to, we got a medical official timeout. They wouldn't let Eric Waters run out there. Quinn Snyder looking very concerned as Neto got hit on the top of the forehead. Donovan Mitchell, by the way, I was just saying, left the game early with an eye contusion. He will return, though. And now, as Donovan walks through the tunnel, Howell Neto walks out of the tunnel. So, crowd not sure what to do. Cheer one way. Neto, I didn't quite see it, but he got knocked to the ground. Donovan's eyes look all right on the TV camera. He's got a little blemish inside the left eye. Epe Udo is in the game for the Jazz tonight. Jabari Parker, free throw line jumper, no good. Udo rebounds. No real reason for Udo to come in that I'm aware of, other than maybe Quinn just trying to give Udo some run. That's exactly right, David. I mean, ball games like this that you should win. Corver. Cross-court pass to Crowder. Contested three in the left. Corner's good! Jay Crowder's three for three tonight with nine points. Well, in the last five ball games, he was only 10 for 32. He's made three in a row here tonight. They're calling that a two, so he's just made three. And a foul on the Jazz coming back the other way. Donovan Mitchell checks in for Joe Ingles. So the Jazz rotations, though, now are a little bit screwed up. By the way, the Jazz now have 900 threes this season. Last, last year was season. the record was 887. Yeah, so they're ahead of last year's pace, and you got six games to go. 
And I love Scott Rogers, who does our stats for TV, points out that we hit 334 in the Western Conference here. Instead of 900. Stoke notes. Bobby Portis, three from straight away is good. Portis is a pretty solid three-point shooter. Washington's a good offensive team. They're the, they're the 13th, 14th ranked offensive team in the league. And from a shooting standpoint, they're the eighth best shooting team in the league. 41-33, Jazz by eight. Rubio works the left side. Ricky's two for five tonight. High pick and roll with Udo. Drives in length, gets a bad pass, turns it over. But then the ball comes right back to Ricky as it always seems to. Ricky waits, bounces to Donovan, fires with quick three, it's good. Three I ball, Donovan foot, Mitchell. I thought his foot was on the line. The official did not as of right now. Oh. We'll see whether they give a different replay on it. And it 40, wasn't. 44-33, Portis rolling in the lane, puts a hook shot up and in. That's what makes Bobby Portis interesting right there. The three a moment ago and then a deep post move into a hook shot across the middle. Corver on his set play, they switch Portis out to him. Bounce pass to Udo is between his legs and out of bounds off Parker. Rudy Gobert checks in. Epe Udo got a two-minute run. It was three guys that ran to the other end of the floor. The two, Portis, the official, and Decker. <laughs> this didn't see the play. Donovan has seven points tonight. He inbounds for the Jazz, who lead it 44-35. Corver, right corner, open three, no. Kyle goes to one for four today in six minutes. Left-hand dribble, bounced by Randall, former Stanford college player. Gives out to Portis. Crowder switches back to him. Nothing really happening in this possession for Washington. McCray will go one-on-one -on, -one on Donovan. Into a step back three that's no good, and Gobert will snare his fifth rebound of the night. Give to Crowder who's increased his ball handling recently. Over to Corver. Corver tries to pass it down to Gobert. It's knocked away. Well, the Jazz are either very poor with their passing tonight or Washington's very active defensively. Jabari Parker down the left baseline, dunks it on Rudy Gobert. That was one heck of a dunk. 44-37. Rubio flares it left side to Donovan, and Donovan's fouled with Randall all over. Rubio is really, really risky with his passing tonight. He has two turnovers already, but talk about putting that pass in a tight window. That was it. Washington, good offensive team, is pushing the Jazz right now. Jazz lead at 44-37. One thing about their offense, and this was in my notes from the last ball game, is... Donovan driving to the window, layup good. One thing about their offense is it can't overcome their poorest defense. Yeah. I'm going to remind you of something when we come back out of the break. I am excited to hear it. 46-37. Yeah. Jazz by nine on the Jazz Radio Network. Years of Utah Jazz basketball. He hands to the Booner. Off the baseline left. Takes it inside. Reverse layup drops in. Throws it out to Ron Boone. The Booner stops and pops and hits from 20 feet. Here is Ron Boone against the bird with the foul line one-hander. Yes. Known as the Iron Man of the ABA, Ron Boone was a member of the 70-71 Utah Stars, the ABA champions, and finished his ABA career as the third all-time leading scorer. After the ABA 
NBA merger in 1976. Boone played in the NBA for six seasons, the first for the Kansas City Kings, then the Lakers, before returning to Utah to finish his playing career with the Utah Jazz. For the last 31 years, Ron Boone has joined you every single night, bringing you either the TV or radio broadcast. That is our 40 years of jazz basketball, and Ron Boone's seen just about all of them. Just about all of them, that's for sure. What? Rubio, hard drive to the basket, throws another one away. He is really having a bad passing night. McCray passes to Jabari Parker, slam dunk. And the Jazz, who are usually very good at keeping teams out of transition, but tonight Rubio has got three turnovers already, and off those turnovers, the Washington Wizards are getting out and running. 46-39 Utah. Hand off to Donovan and a foul called on da- on Royce O'Neal for a moving pick. Eight turnovers by the Jazz early. That turnover is a dead ball turnover. You said as many picks as the Jazz do. That might be all right. But the Jazz have five live ball turnovers tonight. And it, that is not okay. It looks like Rubio is making a pass and not seeing the play develop. Well, and Neto is in the locker room. Parker bumping and backing. Gobert comes over. Kicks to the corner. Cross-court pass McCray. Left corner, Randall. Scoops it in traffic. It gets knocked away by Mitchell and out of bounds off Decker. So Neto got injured earlier and is in the locker room. We're not sure. Got hit in the face. So the Jazz don't have a backup point guard tonight. Well, I'll take that injury over the other ones that he's had because if he's hit in the face, then... He's probably going to be able to play again. Unless he goes into concussion protocol, and then you're never certain. Donovan driving off. Gobert pick gets all the way to the window and scores. Donovan Mitchell with 11. Quickly the other way is McCray, and Donovan had to recover because nobody picked him up in transition. Jazz focus tonight is terrible. And Quinn Snyder's yelled at Ricky Rubio, come on. Now you could hear that one as clear as day. If Donovan Mitchell drives the basket, Ricky Rubio's got to pick up the first guy down. The Jazz are just not, I mean, they're up 48-39, Rob, but you would agree this is not a, this is not a focused basketball team. It's really not, and, and David, this is what you get, though, when you're playing teams. Rubio with a steal. Rubio to the right side, drives with the left hand to the window, layup good, nice move by Ricky Rubio coming angle right, using the rim to fend off the shot blocker and lays it up and in, and Scott Brooks wants the timeout instead. Aggressive driving to the basket has been a signature of Ricky Rubio's for about the last two weeks. Timeout on the floor, Jazz by 11 on the Jazz Radio Network. A matchup of high-scoring guards, the Washington Wizards' Bradley Beal, the Utah Jazz' Donovan Mitchell, as the Jazz continue their playoff push. They're not playing particularly well, but they lead by 11, 50-39. Their offense rating is a 137 right now, so pretty impressive in that regard, but they just don't seem particularly sharp. Huge one for us between Denver and Oklahoma City. We're rooting for Denver. Let's check in what's going on in that game. Monte Morris on the handle, 40 feet away from the basket with seven seconds, gets a plumbly pick. Right side, dribbles away from it. Down the lane, pulls up unguarded and knocks down a 12-foot jump, and the Thunder will take an 11-point deficit to the fourth quarter tonight at home against... For down 11 going to the fourth quarter, his inbound play to Jabari Parker. He turns the corner and just dunks it. Bari is making a big statement right now about his offensive skills. 50 to 41. 
Gobert drives, spins, tries to step through. Too hard off the glass. Rebound Portis. 50 to 41. Even that's a play, Ron, right there. Where we've seen that play a lot. It just wasn't run right. Portis fires the three. It's good. This game's going to be tied or Washington's going to be in the lead. The beauty of the game of basketball is if you don't play it right, it eventually comes back to get you. Exactly. Donovan, Rubio runs a pick and roll with Donovan, which is actually one of the Jazz better plays. Nothing develops. Donovan steps into a three on a one-on-one and hits. Unless you have a superstar that just makes plays like that, then you go back up by nine. And usually that's what the reputation that the Wizards have, that when the offense breaks down, they go ISO. Sadoransky right side, trying to get it to Beal, is being guarded by Donovan, they can't. So they go up to Portis, he puts it on the deck on Gobert, slides his feet with him, forces him to a step back jumper, no good. Wow, that was great defense by Gobert at 18 feet. Yeah, he cut him off and then challenged the shot. Cephalosha, fast break to the window, layup, good. Rudy Gobert holding off Bobby Portis, no help defense could come. Here comes Parker the other way, and Rubio reaches in, knocks it away. Parker trying to go over Gobert, misses wildly. Rebound Corver. Corver got hit in the head. Derek Favors is questionable to return with back spasms. Raul is in the locker room. Donovan Mitchell puts up his 16th point. The Jazz, after I say this game's going to be close, are now back up by 13. So here's your injury update. Donovan Mitchell left the game earlier. As he drove there, hung in the air, wrapped the right hand around as though he's going to make a pass, didn't have the window, then turned it into a layup for two. He's got 16. You can get that off, David, when you have hang time. You can get up in the air and sometimes just stay up a little bit longer than the defense. I know how that works. You know how that works, I'm sure. 12 points for Donovan in the quarter, 57-44. Sadoransky, their seven point guard. Back cut Bradley Beal at the window, scored it. 57-46, here comes Donovan the other way. Portis retreating, Donovan to the window, Donovan lays it up and in. Boy, their transition defense is just awful. Howell Neto is getting ready to check back in the game. So all good news so far in most of the injuries, except for Favors, questionable back. Bradley Beal, pull-up jumper, no good. Beal, who had a poor game against the Jazz last time, five of eight tonight, it's been very aggressive, now five and nine. Donovan lobs it inside to Rudy, it goes off the rim. Turnover, Sadoransky. Left side, Beal, catch and shoot three, missed it. That's not his strength. Rebound, Gobert, outlet quickly to Ingles. Leaves it for Cephalosha. Tabo with the reverse dunk. 61-46. 11-2 run. And we had a 30-point bell earlier tonight. It was quite the 30-point bell. It is brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden, inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Let's hear what happened. 10.2 to go in regulation. Gordon Hayward's got it. Finds Horford. He's into the front court. Horford looking around against Turner. Finds Kyrie. Five seconds to go. Kyrie Irving dribbles away from West Matthews. Steps into the paint. Scoops it off the window and in. He got to the cup and finished with five tenths of a second remaining. 30 for Kyrie. Evans side out of bounds. Struggling. Throws it across court. Gordon Hayward deflects it and the ball game is over. And the Celtics by the skin of their teeth, have moved back into the fourth spot in the Eastern Conference. Boston 114, Indiana 112. So Boston hoping to get that home court advantage in the first round. And that is your 30-point belt. Portland 
blew out Atlanta tonight. Now that's one we didn't get. Give Portland credit. Without their guys, Dame Lillard went down and got them 36. 17 from Al Farouk Aminu, 17 and 11. So and heck? they're playing a, kind of a, an eight-man rotation right now. And they won it 118-98 in a so, place where we... So it has to be their defense that's getting it done because Lillard with 36, right? Yep. And then the next guy is 17, and that's it. Cantor had 14. 61-46. Neto is back in the game for the Jazz. Beal pops out up top off a pin down from Portis, fires and hits. And Beal gives Portis five, thanking him for the pick. 61-49 is the score here. Jazz lead it. Bradley Beal has 15. Donovan having a big quarter. Cross-court pass to Ingles. Drives the baseline. Stepped out of bounds to do it. How will Neto got stitches to his lip, and he's back in the game. Of course he is, because he's Howell Neto. Sadoransky kicks it out to Portis. Pretty good three-point shooter, particularly from straight away, and he hits this one. That's three of four for Portis. 61-52. Donovan gets stripped by Beal. Beal comes to the front court, into the body of Neto, off the glass and in. 61-54. Seven-point advantage for the Utah Jazz. Donovan with 3.20 left in the quarters, being double-teamed now off picks. Swings to Neto. Jazz ripped up the Wizards last time in the 116-95 win with a lot of assists. But tonight, not having quite the same success as Ingles forced to take a one-on-one -on -one three right side, no good. Jazz have just 11 assists on 25 field goals. Last time they played, they had 35 assists on 49 field goals. Paul George is heating up in Oklahoma City. We'll have to keep a close eye on that one. Paul George has 10 in the fourth quarter. As Denver had an 11 point lead heading into the fourth there. We very much would like Denver to win that game. That gives the Jazz a little extra wiggle room. They could then lose one game and be ahead of the Thunder in the playoffs. And then obviously you still got to stay ahead of the Clippers. 61-54 here for the Jazz. 2.52 left. Bradley Beal finds Sadoransky cutting the lane. He back taps it back out to Portis, who will fire a three and hit. 18 for Portis, and that's his fourth three of the ballgame. Bobby Portis comes in shooting 40% from three on the season, 42% in Washington. Rubio mid-range jumper is good. That was an 11-0 run by Washington that just got stopped. 63-57, field for three, good. Well, I said a minute ago it was gonna be close. I thought it wasn't gonna happen after the Jazz ran away, but 63-60, or they call it a two, 60, no, 63-60. Here's Rubio, UCLA cut off, Ingles to the window, lays it up and in. Ricky Rubio has 10 points. 65-59 with two minutes to play in the second quarter. Sadoransky out of the Czech Republic, takes a dribble to his left. Bounces the pass across court to Portis. His shot from 15 feet is swatted by Gobert out of bounds. Scott Brooks said to us in the pregame that our big guys are gonna have to shoot from the outside tonight. Portis is four of five from three. Here's Jabari Parker, right corner three, no good. Rebound tipped, deflected, Ingles has it. Nice rebound by Joe. 
Six-point Jazz advantage. 140 left. Cross-court Rubio. There's actually some discrepancy on the score, but we'll keep it at a six-point lead. Left side three, Ingles up and in. There's the ball movement that leads to assists. That it was what the Jazz did to Washington last time. They're back up nine. Bradley Beal drives the baseline. Crowder fouls him and he misses the layup. Rubio huddling everyone together. You can hear his unique voice tone sometimes on our microphones, and you know it's Ricky. Bradley Beal grew up in St. Louis. East 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 St. Louis. Actually, I believe, um, grew up very close to, if I remember correctly, to Ferguson, where all that took place. Yes, not too far away. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he often, as a high schooler, would go down to the St. Louis University gym to practice. He went to Chaminade College Prep in St. Louis, which is where Alex Jensen at the time was an assistant coach for head coach Rick Majerus. So Alex known Bradley for a long time. 68-60. Rubio at the top. Swings to Ingles. Has a little airspace. He'll take the three. He'll miss it. And the rebound will come to the far side to Portis. 68-60, Utah by eight. Bradley Beals having a big game tonight. Kicks it back out to Bryant. Their other big will fire the three and miss. Jazz screen out the rebound, but nobody went and got Brown who picks it up, and then it's swatted. Donovan Mitchell with the block. Gobert deep post position on Bryant, and a foul on Bryant. Donovan Mitchell swatted that one. Brown got the rebound. Donovan came and swatted all the way back to half court. Well, he was so surprised that Donovan was there. Rudy had screened out, making sure that Bryant was not able to get that offensive rebound, which meant the ball was just going to fall to the floor. And bounced once before yeah. Brown got it. Yeah. 68-60 Utah. 45 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz will work this clock down a little bit, usually. Ingles pick and roll with Gobert. Chester to the corner to Rubio. He fires the corner three, no good. Rebound comes down to Bryant. If Rubio doesn't get the pass perfectly, it's hard for him to get the right arch on that ball. In the block is Portis. He's hit him with a bunch of threes. Now he drop steps to the baseline and scores. It's a nice offensive player, Bobby Portis. Chicago traded him in exchange for Otto Porter. Well, last year he was at 44% from the three-point line, so are we surprised? Well, I think he's 44% from three since he's come to Washington. He's definitely that. Ten seconds left in the quarter. Donovan's at the top. Wings the pass to Ingles. Ingles drives, gives it to Rubio. Rubio penetrates to the dotted line, fades back and scores with 1.7 seconds left in the quarter. Rubio steals the inbound, but probably, oh, did he get it off? He did not get it off in time, but he hit the three. It did not count. The Jazz hold off Bobby Portis' 16 second quarter points. He has 20, but the Jazz lead at 70 to 62 here in the first half on the Jazz Radio Network. A matchup of high scoring guards, the Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal. The Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, as the Jazz continue their playoff push. And the Jazz lead at the half, 70 to 62, as we get started for the third quarter. Neither team's played much defense tonight. Jazz offensive rating is a 131, which is incredibly high. League average is like 110. But 
Washington's is a 116. So let's see who plays defense first tonight. For outer, jumps over the top of Bryant, makes the steal, goes the other way for a slam dunk. Derek Favors out with back spasm, so Crowder starts the second half. Jazz have their best lineup on the floor as Portis fires the three and misses. Bryant flies in and loses the rebound out of bounds. So this has been the Jazz best five-man lineup this year, and it doesn't play quite as much as it used to together. It closes games, and that's about it. But now it will play some extra time here. Gobert hands to Rubio. They go under a double stagger. Rubio fires the mid-range jumper and misses. 72-62. On that play, Crowder has the option of going off Rudy or going back door. He goes back door. Rudio, Rubio comes off the screen. Back cut Brown. Got beat Donovan Mitchell and lays it up and in. So when the Jazz have had Rubio, Mitchell, Ingles, Crowder, and Gobert on the floor, they're plus 13.5 this year. There are some rarely used Neto lineups that are actually have now emerged to be a little bit better. Jazz starting lineup is obviously the most used lineup. It hasn't been much of the year. That's a plus 4.3, and this one's plus 13.5. It has been brilliant offensively is what it's been. But here the Jazz lose another one. Donovan Mitchell turns it over. Jazz have not been great with the ball tonight. 12 turnovers, and just have not felt particularly focused, though they lead by eight. Sadoransky gets it to Beal. Bradley had 20 in the first half and a foul on the Jazz. Donovan at 18, 13 for Ingles, 12 for Rubio. Favors at six in his nine minutes. And Rudy Gobert has just two points tonight. Those are your Zions Bank starters. Brought to you by Zions Bank. They know who's kept them in business. Their bigs, both Bryant and Portis, are comfortable playing outside. It has spread the floor on the Jazz tonight. Bryant takes a three here, misses. He's not as good a shooter as Portis. The long rebound comes all the way out to Bryant, who drives, has to Sadoransky. Gobert is there. Sadoransky has to twist and twirl, misses the layup. Brown comes out of traffic with it for the Wizards. Here's Portis. Portis has had a 20-point first half, drives to the basket, hooks it up, no good. And Bryant knocks Gobert to the ground. Bryant has been in foul trouble quite a bit in his first season with the Wizards, and that's his third foul here. Jazz have taken 13 mid-range shots. The Wizards have taken 19 in the first half of the game. It's a little more than Jazz usually do. Jazz have taken 19 shots at the rim. The Wizards have taken 17. If you break 30, that's a lot. Both teams on pace for that. Crowder behind the three-point line. Angle left three, no good. Rebound comes down to Sadoransky with the Jazz leading at 72-64. Sadoransky on the left wing. Pass down to the post to Portis. Donovan overplays it. Donovan knocks it out of bounds off of Donovan Mitchell. Great play by Donovan. He jumped the post. Well, not only that, but as you mentioned, what Rubio should have done to him in that first half, Donovan was able to do it this time down the floor as he was able to pick up the first guy down the floor. Inbound pass to Bryant, then Bryant falls to the ground into Gobert, which could have been could have been actually a chance for Rudy to really get hurt. Rubio gets called for the foul. Rudy's kind of playing with his right thigh where Bryant's head hit right on his thigh. Any lower, that could have been really dangerous. Bryant 
almost feels like he has no proprioception. Leans into a pick here on Rubio. Sadoransky drives, kicks back to Bryant for a 15-foot jumper that's good. 72-66. Wizards have played hard tonight, much harder than the game they played in Washington against the Jets. Gobert, dribble handoff to Mitchell, coming left to right, bounces to Ingles. Ingles now retreats out, waits for the pick from Gobert. They try to, instead he sets a back pick for Donovan. Now Rudy comes to set the pick for Joe. Cross-court pass Rubio, left wide open for three, no good. Offensive rebound with three guys around him, and Gobert puts it back up and in. When the Jazz get into trouble, David, they start just playing the perimeter. Offense stays on the perimeter. 74-66. Jazz been in control this game the whole way, and we've never felt like they're playing well tonight. Beal on a curl to a free throw line jumper, it's good. And Bradley Beal, who had nothing comfortable the other night, does tonight. He's 9 of 14 shooting. And his shot chart is very different. Lob to the rim, Rudy Gobert, right hand, flush. Donovan Mitchell gave it to him. Beal comes back the other way for a transition three, bricks it off the side of the rim. Rubio gets stripped on the rebound by Beal. Kicks to the wing to Brown. Rubio seems slow to get up. Sadoransky has it inside. Kicks to Portis. Portis had 20 in the first half. Misses this, and it goes over the top of the glass. Rubio's got his hands on his knees. Got spun around there. I believe we're going to see Donovan Mitchell come off a horseshoe pick here for a shot. Let's see if we, that's what we have. Go. And Donovan slips the pick, instead gets to the window but missed the layup. As Rubio gave the play call, and Donovan read it correctly, got a backdoor layup but missed it. Bryant hands it off to Brown Jr. He's not been a solid shooter, and he hits his second three of the night. That was a question on Troy Brown coming into the league this year of whether or not he was going to be able to shoot it well enough. And he's just 11 of 44 from three coming in. He's hit two tonight. Ingles, right corner three. That's Happy Valley. He misses. Really concerned with the looks, I think, that Washington's getting in this ballgame. Yeah, Jazz defense has been feckless tonight. Here's Bryant. Kicks it out to the Portis. Wide open three for Brown again. This time he misses, and Gobert snares his 13th rebound. Outlet to Ingles. Jazz lead it by five. And as Ron and I have been saying all night, they've been ahead all evening. It just doesn't feel as though they're playing very sharply. And here on a roll to the basket, Rudy Gobert is being held before the offense could start. Jazz defensive rating tonight is a 113. That's not good. That's turning Washington the best offense in the league. But this is what causes the Jazz some problems, where the bigs pull you out, and you're able to drive and get to the basket without Rudy Gobert there to have an impact. Timeout on the floor. Jazz leading it 76-71 on the Jazz Radio Network. Back to the hottest. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Portis putting it on the deck, tries to drive on favors. Shot no good. Gobert rebounds. Outlet to Donovan. Sadoransky can't get to him. Donovan's going to go to the rim. Two-hand dunk. That is your WCF Insurance Player Spotlight. Donovan Mitchell with 18. Jazz lead at 76-71. Rubio goes, is, stays in with Epe Udo now in. Derek Favors will not return tonight, nor will Howell Neto. Crowder three left side, it's up and in, and Jake Crowder's got himself three threes tonight. Neto is out with concussion-like symptoms, and this is a little unnerving, Ron, 
because this is the fourth time in Howell Neto's career that he has left the game with a concussion. In January 20th, in the January of 2016, as Bryant gets down and dunks, he got hit by Thon Maker and had concussion-like symptoms. In December of 2017 and in January of 2018, so this is the fourth time in four years for Howell Neto to be in, having concussion-like symptoms. 79-73, Jazz lead is just six. Ingles at the top, 6.22 left here in the third. Ingles drives with the left hand, steps through to the right, has to force up a shot, no good. So it's Mitchell, Rubio, Ingles, Crowder, and Udo. Bradley Beal drives into the body of Udo, jump stops the lane, reverse layup up and in. Bradley Beal, that was special. And the Jazz, who have not played well all night, may regret the fact that when they had a chance to take a monstrous lead in this game, they didn't do it, because now they're on the ropes. Donovan stepping through, left-hander finishes and scores. They just haven't been sharp tonight. I mean, it's like a step slow, especially on the defensive end of the floor. 81-75. There's another example. Bryant going to the basket for a dunking Crowder from behind. Locks it out of bounds, but Quinn Snyder is yelling at the guys, you've got to talk. Well, exactly, because once they go to double, Crowder, <coughs> sorry, was late. He should have been in that passing lane. He was late, ended up getting a blocked shot out of it, but everyone has to be in sync and rotate at the same time. Now O'Neal comes in for Joe Ingles. Jazz are missing that Ingles favors second team now. Bradley Beal, three left side, short, long rebound. Beal goes to save it. Udo comes back to get at the free throw line. Rubio across the half court on the far side. The purple uniforms bounce to Udo through the lane, rotates to Donovan. Left corner, three, no good. Long rebound, Donovan gets it back. Drives to the window, misses. Udo goes to jam, follow misses. And Bryant clears the rebound. Sadoransky pushes ahead to Beal. Beal crosses O'Neal over, drives the lane. Udo's there, great defense. Nobody rebounds, offensive rebound, Bryant up and in. Crowder trips over Beal. The Jazz now have numbers the other way, and Sadoransky alertly commits a foul. Jazz, three Jazz guys were just standing there. Udo made this great defensive play, and then nobody was very insistent on going to get that rebound. You're absolutely right. That second quarter, the Jazz had, to, had a chance to really separate themselves from this team. Donovan, wide open three as the defense breaks down and he hits. Donovan, 84-77, Donovan's got 23. Beal, who's not great shooting threes from the angles. He's very good from straight away, but tonight he's been aggressive in the basket. Here he drives, gets caught in the air and throws it out of bounds. It happens so often. Guys relocate when you drive to the basket, whether you're trying to make sure you're, you're back on defense or you're trying to create a, a different angle. And Bill drives and throws the, the basketball back to where Brown was originally standing. 84-77. Jazz by seven. Denver beat Oklahoma City for us earlier tonight. Donovan, high pick and roll with Udo. Donovan crosses over, steps back, top of the key and hits, and then prances backwards the other way. 
Seven straight points for Donovan gives the Jazz the nine point lead, 86-77. Bryant, six foot 10 center out of Indiana, was with the Lakers. They let him go, that seems to be the best way to get your career started. Top to Brown, Brown drives, Udo's there, alters the shot, rebound Cephalosha. Cephalosha to the front court, Chesson cross court to Donovan, right corner Royce, three ball, good! Royce O'Neal, great ball movement, early action, and the Jazz are back up 12, a, a 10 to two run, and Royce O'Neal gets it from his buddy Donovan Mitchell, and the Jazz have their 10th three tonight, Mountain America Credit Union will donate $100 to the Huntsman Cancer Research Foundation, courtesy of Mountain America. Visit macu.com, Jazz 89, Washington 77 on the Jazz Radio Network. Matchup of high scoring guards, the Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal, the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, as the Jazz continue their playoff push. Here we go. 89-77, Utah leads Washington by 12. Minnesota leads Golden State by four tonight. In overtime, 129-125. And guys, this is incredible to me. DeMarcus Cousins tonight is minus 11. The Warriors have been outscored this year when DeMarcus Cousins is on the floor. Like, that's a real problem for them. Well, you see why they went back and got Bogut. And what was it? I mean... Think about how hard it is to be outscored when you play with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant. Bradley Beal driving, falls to the ground, loses the ball. Jazz come the other direction with a 12-point lead. Cross-court pass. Korver gives it up to O'Neal for three. Pow! 92-77. And the most impressive thing was that Royce O'Neal did his little thing he does after he hits the three and had enough time to high-five Kyle Korver for the pass. Well, I'm impressed with Kyle Korver there as well because he had a chance to shoot that three as well, but a better shot was Royce O'Neal. Jazz by 15 as they get another stop, and here's Corver, he'll take this three, <laughs> it'll pop out. Kyle one for five shooting tonight. Jazz are on an 11-0 run right now. Thurl, yep. Ron and I's feeling is the Jazz have not been very sharp tonight. The last two minutes were pretty darn good. But they've had spurts. They've had spurts of both sides of it, where they, you know, some careless turnovers, trying to figure out how to not let Portis be so wide open. Um, and doing a better job on Beal, obviously. But, um, you know, Buna, you said that the shot from Corver to Royce O'Neal was the better shot. You always said that because it went in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know I like Corver's. <laughs> Bradley Beal straightaway three is good. That's where Beal is so great from three. Bradley Beal, if he shoots straightaway three, hits 40%. From each angle is about 32%. 92-80. Corver gives to Gobert, comes back to get it, turns the corner, right baseline jumper, no good. Kyle has been in a little bit of a shooting slump recently, over the last 10 games shooting 32%, and he's one of six right now. Beal splits the double team, goes to the window, goes to dunk, Cephalosha blocks it. Bradley Beal has been awesomely aggressive tonight. Tabo was not going to let him dunk. 92-80. Actually kept him from getting to the basket, huh? Beal will get two or, free throws. Demanca, what you're saying about Corver? Nine for his last 25 in the last five ball games from the three-point line. And so what, he has not. What's he supposed to do? Well, keep shooting. Uh, absolutely. Keep shooting. Well. Uh-oh, I heard a well. 
Yeah, or at some point you give him rest. Right? Oh, some point you what? Oh. Give him rest. No, I'm talking about as a player, you're on the no, court. No, right. But we, as the organization, you at some point decide that no, Kyle no, Corver doesn't shoot 32% for extended periods of time. He's 37 years old. Maybe he needs... What's he need Stop rest it. for? If he's Stop it, David. Stop it. 18 I'm minutes a game and he needs to rest? I'm trying to be devil's advocate. <laughs> Royce O'Neal's feeling it. Fires the three. It pops out. Jazz have not been going to the rim here in the second half of this game. They lead by 10. Bradley Beal has been. He's fouled on the open floor. Donate blood with AREP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org for where to donate. I'm surprised you gave up on that one, D. Quinn's going to take Royce I was just O'Neal donating out. blood, Thurl. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking you might need Royce in that fourth quarter. He already has four fouls. George Niang checks in, so Sepalosha will play the three for the first time this year. He's got to guard Jabari Parker here. Parker drives, gets the dotted line, kicks it out to Bryant. Bryant fires and hits. So that's exactly what Zach Guthrie said at halftime. Our guards are not stopping penetration, so Rudy's got to get down deep to help, and then that's opening up their big guys for threes. Corver comes off a curl and throws the ball into the crowd. 92-85, Washington, the Wizards, not going away tonight. They won their last one out against Phoenix. Here's Beal to the rim again. It sits on the cup, and it falls in. Bradley Beal with 29 tonight. 10-0 run by the Wizards. Now 31, excuse me, for Beal. Ingles. High pick and roll with Gobert. Steps into a three as their big doesn't pop out. Misses. Rebound comes down to Parker. Jazz lead that was as much as 15 in the second quarter. Was 12 a moment ago. Is now down to five. And Bradley Beal's feeling it. Step back angle left three. No good. I mentioned it a moment ago. On the angles, he's 31% from three. From straight away, he's nearly 40. Timeout, Quinn Snyder will take it as well. And I don't know what just happened in Minnesota, but Minnesota had that game won, and they don't anymore. I think Steph Curry happened. Well, it's, it's like the Golden State Warriors will play hard enough, and they come to life in that fourth quarter. Well, they tonight they fell asleep in the third quarter, got outscored by 14. And I, they tied the third, fourth quarter, and I think Steph might have just made a sh big shot to force a second overtime. We'll see if we can find out more about that. Earlier tonight, Boston beat Indiana. Portland blew out Atlanta in Atlanta, 118-98. And Denver, behind massive clutch play by Nikola Jokic, who had 23-60-3, and Jamal Murray, who had 27 Beat the Thunder 115 to 105. How about those Oklahoma City Thunder? How about them? Love to say I was shocked. Well, that gives them 32 losses. San Antonio also has 32 losses, and I'm not really sure who has a tiebreaker there. With the Adrian Leiser, our engineer, or excuse me, our technical director, says he thinks that it is the Spurs who have that tiebreaker. Huh. All right, Utah, 43 seconds left here in the third. They lead it by five. Donovan, off appeal from Ingles, lost the basketball. 
Bradley Beal going the way with Ingles backpedaling to the basket. Gobert from behind blocks it. Ingles saves it. Ingles gets knocked to the ground, gives to Donovan. 27 seconds left. Shot clock is at 18, game clock's at 24. Rudy Gobert with amazing hustle right there. That's a big play. Five-point game, wow. Sprint it to the other end of the floor. I mean, just... Donovan's got Jabari Parker on a mismatch. Five on the shot clock, rocks the baby, crosses over, drives left hand, fading on the baseline, no good. Donovan not one of the better isolation players in the NBA. Three ball from McCray, got it! Nobody picked up the ball. Washington closes on a 13-0 run. Nobody got the ball. Wow. Thurl, thoughts on the fourth? Well, if you're the Jazz, okay, that was your quarter, Wizards, right there. And the Jazz just need to come out. And what's, what's hurting the Jazz right now is just decision-making uh, on the offensive end, I think. Some of the turnovers, uh, that, that shot didn't help their case with that run that the Wizards are going on right now. But look for the Jazz to come out defensively in the last quarter. 13-0 run by the Wizards, and we've got a fourth quarter. It's a tight one, 92-90 on the Jazz Radio Network. And the Jazz lead it 94-90 as we start the fourth quarter. Jazz went on a 13-2 run that felt like it could be a knockout blow, and Washington answered with a 13-0 run to close the quarter. Jazz are without favors and without Neto tonight. Jabari Parker driving to the basket, blocked from behind by Gobert, picked up by Cephalosha. Tabo, cross-court dingles, he calls for it. His feet are set, his ball is wet! Splash! Transition three, Joe Ingles called for it from cross-court and he nailed it. Randall penetrates, bounces to Bryant, throws back out to Decker, chests it to the far side. Three ball from McCray, who hit the buzzer beater, no good, rebound Gobert. Beal is on the bench, he's got 31. Portis is on the bench, he's got 21. Got 20 all in the first half. Ingles pick and roll with Rubio, excuse me, with Gobert. Gives it out to Cephalosha. Cephalosha penetrates, right hand floater comes up short. Jazz were very much outside perimeter in the third quarter. Seemed to be attacking a little bit more here early. Randall penetrates. Ru- Gobert's long arms knock it away, picked up by Ingles. Joe leading the break, left hand kicks to Donovan. Right corner three, no good. Rebound tapped by Cephalosha, knocked away by Bryant. Saved by Bryant, outlet to Parker. Right side, McCray gives to Parker. Jabari through the middle of the lane, dunks, and he's fouled. Jabari Parker with his ninth point of the night. Donovan fouled him. Gobert's played 28 minutes. Favors played nine left with back spasms. Neto got hit. Left the game, had lip stitches, came back and played for a moment, if I remember correctly, then went back to the locker room with concussion-like symptoms. It's a little disconcerting. It's the fourth time in four years that Haul Neto has had concussion-like symptoms. Parker misses the technical free throw. Ingles driving, Jazz by five, bad cross-court pass by Cephalosha, too much territory, and Decker steals it and goes the other way. Jazz have not, Ron and I have been harping on this all night, or I have been, and Ron's been agreeing. The Jazz have just not been sharp all evening long. 
and they now have 15 turnovers. Their defensive missed assignments. Ingles trying to lead the way here. Udo in the block. Kicks it back out to Joe. Udo's a very good pick setter. He slips here, jump stops in the lane, puts up a four-foot hook shot, and rolls it over the rim and in. 99-94. Feels like a more regular basketball game right now. Every possession back in the half court right now and really grinding. McCray drives at Udo, and he's fouled by Udo. McCray played his college ball at Tennessee. You know, right now, the Wizards have Boy, that's a tough call. eight fouls. The Jazz with 16. Well, the Jazz have only taken five free throws in this game, Ron, and it's interesting because the last time we played, we only took six. Took seven, made six. Oh, okay. And it, it's, you know, how often sometimes do you hear our coaches talk about defend without fouling? And for the most part, that's exactly what the Wizards are doing right now. Jazz led this game by 15 at 61-46 in the second quarter. The lead now is three, 99-90 with 9.20 to play. Udo slips the pick at the top, gets it from Corver, kicks out to Cephalosha, ball fakes, then steps back behind the three-point line, fires and misses. Tabo has been in a bit of a slump, one of his last 10 from three. 99-96, Jazz by three. Working the left side is the long McCray up top to Porters, went 20 in the first half, gives to Decker, open three, no good. Jazz just giving up way more open looks than usual. But the Washington's able to spread the floor. Udo rolls down the lane from Ingles and dunks. Read that! 101-96. Randall gives to Parker, slides in the lane, fouled, and Jabari get two free throws. Jabari showing great offensive skills in this run with the Washington Wizards. They have a team option on his contract for next year. He may be a free agent. There was a crazy finish to that Washington to that Minnesota Golden State game. We'll see if we can get it. Who's back with you, Jake, tonight? Oh, Connor's working on it. Okay. Parker misses the free throw. Chick-fil-A opportunity now. Royce O'Neal checks back in. He has four fouls. He's hit two threes tonight, has six points. Joe Ingles checks out. So this is where Donovan now becomes the point guard without Neto, and the team has not been very good offensively this year when Donovan's at the point guard. Parker makes the second free throw. No Chick-fil-A for you. 101-97. 8.34 left. So Donovan's at the point guard. It's been good for Donovan. Not great for the club. Udo slides through the lane. Kicks out to Crowder. Back to Donovan. Drives through the lane. Steps by Portis. Scoops with the right hand in and in. 103-97. 27 for Donovan. It's an example of what it's like when you break the paint. Pick and roll McCray. Bradley Beals not back in yet. McCray pick, jump, no good. Donovan pats it off the glass, then snares it on the way back. Donovan comes to the front court. Donovan, who's had many more 30-point games this year than he did a year ago, heads it over to Crowder. He's got a good look three. He hit. Nice read by Donovan Mitchell. Timeout, Scott Brooks. Jazz back by nine, 106-97. 13th three of the night by the Utah Jazz. And they lead it 106-97 with 7.55 left in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Hey, what up? What, what, what's happening in the association? 
It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. 10.2 to go in regulation. Gordon Hayward's got it. Finds Horford. He's into the front court. Horford looking around against Turner. Finds Kyrie. Five seconds to go. Kyrie Irving dribbles away from West Matthews. Steps into the paint. Scoops it off the window and in. He got to the cup and finished with five tenths of a second remaining. And the Celtics have moved back into the fourth spot in the Eastern Conference. Certainly a disappointing night at the office for the Thunder. As Burton misses the angle left three-pointer. Jokic has a 16 rebound. And that'll do it. So Denver completes the four games to none season series sweep of the Thunder and does so decisively tonight in Oklahoma City. 115-105. Thunder lose in Denver gets that win. Denver's going to like that win because Minnesota and Golden State are going down to the wire. Keep an eye on that number one seed. And Portland won in Atlanta night. That's your NBA now. Crowder, Crowder over, gets called oh. for a foul overplaying, sorry, and gets hit in the face. And now Crowder's getting into it with someone. He's more consistent. Donovan Mitchell has 27 to lead the Jazz, and now we have a technical foul called on Jay Crowder. Technical free throws, no good. 106-97, Jazz by nine. Parker and Crowder still chesting up on each other. Okay, and this is the same play they've attempted to run. This will be the third time. Jazz switch and blow it up nicely. Only problem is that Beal is now being guarded by Crowder, but he can't get it. Nice job. Decker right corner, top to Portis. Guarded by Udo, will fire the three because there's two on the shot clock. And Bobby Portis hits his fifth three of the game. I think Bobby Portis is a restricted free agent at the end of the year. He's going to get paid. Boy, he got four in that second quarter. 106-100. Ricky Rubio on the floor with 7.17 left. Right side, Donovan goes behind the back on Beal for a one-foot step back. No. Udo taps it to Rubio. Over to O'Neal. Gives it back to Rubio. Rubio penetrates into an awkward mid-range jump shot that wasn't good. Bad shot selection in that possession by the Jazz, both by Donovan and by Ricky. 106-100, it's a sign of the Jazz have just not been sharp all night. McCray behind the back pass is soft. Donovan goes for the steal, couldn't get it. Parker has it, drives the baseline to the rim and dunks. Three ACLs later, he looks like he's still got pop. That was special. Four point game, 104-100. Second player picked in the draft in 2014. That was something. Baseline drive, came to it, and then rose back up in a hurry. Timeout on the floor, 106-102 Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. Six one oh two here. Six forty-five left here with the Jazz leading by four. 
the Jazz are 0-7 this year in game side by three or less. So the only team in the NBA does not have a win. Jazz have also played the fewest close games of anyone. A wild, wild finish in the NBA tonight between Golden State and Minnesota. Make sure you stay with us to hear what happened there. But in the meantime, the Jazz need a win. They got a gift from Denver earlier. They lead by just four. They've not been sharp tonight. They've been good offensively. Rubio drives, loses the ball. They call a foul on the Wizards. Rubio drove, the ball squirted out. They called a reach-in foul on McCray. Team foul on the Wizards, just their second. The Jazz have taken just five field goals tonight. If you're just tuning in, the Jazz led 35-30 after one. They led 70-62 at the half. Just never got the defense going. Went on a 13-2 run in the third that felt like it was gonna bust the game open, but the Wizards closed the third on a 13-0 run. Donovan driving, they drop the big, he lobs to Rudy, who goes to Duncan, he's fouled from behind. That is much improved by Donovan Mitchell there. Donovan has struggled in his career when they drop the big back and he doesn't get the ball to Rudy very well. On this one, he held a little bit further out than he usually does, which created a passing lane to Rudy. And I, I totally agree with that, and I would like for him to watch Joe Ingles a little bit. And, and Donovan sometimes is in a little bigger hurry than Joe and does not create that angle to, to make that lock. 107-102, Rudy at the line. He's got 15 rebounds tonight. Makes both free throws. 108-102, 626 to play. Still a long way to go. Jazz are without favors. And they missed Howell Neto's plus minus tonight. He's out with concussion-like symptoms. Fourth time in four years for Howell Neto. Bradley Beal gets the handoff and then gets body bumped by Gobert. It's a foul on Rudy. foul on the Jazz, they're fifth. Bradley Beal's going to the line. Listen to what happened between Golden State and Minnesota tonight. Still 130 to 127, inbound to Curry in the corner against Bayless, couple of dribbles, falls away on a three and hits it with five tenths of a second left. Steph Curry ties the game in overtime. Tolliver will trigger in, tied at 130, five tenths of a second left, lobbed to the rim, it's overthrown and a whistle and a foul before the ball's been inbounded against Kevin Durant. Cat, first free throw, he got it. Somehow the Wolves come away with a 131-130 victory over the two-time defending NBA champion. And there's all sorts of more to it. We'll share with you in a minute. Donovan drives, puts up a shot short. Rebound comes down to the Wizards. 108-103, Beal split the free throws. But Minnesota beat Golden beat him tonight. Portis, who's been on fire, fires the three and hits. Six of nine from three tonight for Bobby Portis. And the Jazz on the wrong side of a nine to two run. And 5.52 left in the game. Quinn Snyder takes a timeout, we'll keep it here. Ron, what is the Jazz defensive struggle tonight? Well, it's six foot 11, Portis is, is causing the Jazz some problems. That's Zach said that, you know, you're having to drop Rudy and when you drop, when Rudy comes out to defend, you know, now they get to the rim. But Portis is just having one of those great nights. Now, season high, he is a good three-point three shooter, and I'm sure the Jazz are very much aware of that. The Jazz could ill afford to drop this tonight. 
in that game between Washington and excuse me, between Golden State and Minnesota, you'll see the replays all over Twitter. Durant had hit a three. The official called a foul on the floor before Durant got the shot off that was supposed to have tied the game. Then they inbound to Curry, as you heard Alan Horton talk about, Curry makes an incredible three. On the when he hits the three, the Warriors, in some of the pretty low-level sportsmanship, taunt the officials, who then proceeded to call the foul you heard from Alan Horton on the inbound pass to out to Cat. Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala were literally pointing and laughing at the official when they went back to the bench. It'll be the talk tomorrow. Here's Donovan at the point. Left side to Ingles. Hands off to Rubio. Rubio swings to Crowder. Crowder drives by Parker. Attacks the 10 and foul. Two free throws. Jazz have taken just seven free throws tonight. They lead it 108-106 with 5.37 left. Ron Boone, quickly, here's the video. Watch the Warrior player reaction to this. Kind of laughing at the official there as well, aren't they? I'm sure I've seen a lot of things like that. Kind of bad sportsmanship. Yes, it is. 109-106, Crowder's free throw is good. Jazz without Derek Favors, who left with a back spasms and without Howell Neto's in concussion protocol. 110-106. Well, actually, I don't know if he's in the protocol. He has concussion-like symptoms. Bobby Portis up top to McCray. Bradley Beal is their best scorer. McCray is working one-on-one on Gobert, what he thinks is a mismatch. He steps back to a long mid-range two and hits. Not sure I hate mind that shot. 110-108. Jazz by two. Jazz have struggled in close games late. Donovan, mid-range hopper. No good. No pass possessions. The Jazz offense has been a clutch in really close games. Has struggled a little bit this year. 110-108. 4.50 to play. McCray swings it left side to Portis. Gobert guarding. This time he puts it on the deck. Goes to the basket. Flips up an eight-footer and scores, and we're tied. Washington has not led this game since the second quarter. We're in the first quarter. Tied at 110. Donovan's got 27. He crosses over to his left hand, and he's fouled to go to the basket. So this is really interesting to me, Ron. It might not be to you, but let me share this with you. In games that were within five, with five minutes left, the Jazz have the third best offense in the NBA. So if the game is within five, with five minutes left, but the minute the game becomes within three, with three minutes left, then the Jazz offense slides to 22nd in the NBA. So that's when the execution breaks down. The later and tighter it gets. Jazz have played the fewest games within three with three minutes left this year. Donovan's first free throw is good. Second one is good as well. 
Bradley Beal is their main target. Ingles is guarding him, but they'll go to Portis instead for another three. He misses. Donovan snares the rebound. Comes behind his back in traffic out of it to Ingles. Right side, Rubio. Corner three. Ricky misses. Rubio in the clutch this year has been very good from three, but missed that one. And driving coast to coast is Brown, and Rubio fouls him, and Brown finishes. And Washington could take their first lead since the late first quarter. Just a smart play there by Brown. You see Rubio was not in good position. He made sure of the contact. The important thing with something like that when you make contact is to make sure you finish. You foul the contact enough so it's not a... Yeah, or the defensive player better really make contact. Yeah. All right, we're tied at 112. Brown missed the free throw. 347 to play. Denver has beat Oklahoma City for the Jazz tonight. Donovan driving one-on-one to the window. Layup good. Crossed him over, got to the cup, and scored it. 114-112. 31 for Donovan. Beal working Donovan, isolated left. Crosses over, head bobs, drives, cut off. Kicks to Brown. Brown, the rookie from Oregon, fires and hits a mid-range shot. He's not a particularly good shooter, but he buries that one. Tied at 114. Donovan to the front court. We move into the final, 3-12. High pick and roll. Donovan passes it into the traffic. Turnover on Donovan. Bradley Beal will dunk on the other side. And the Jazz trail for the first time tonight since the first quarter. It's a 19-8 run by the Wizards. And the Jazz, who have not won a game all season, decided by three or less, are now down two with 2.50 to play. Rubio gets the handoff. Cut off by McCray. Cross-court pass to Crowder. Drives, bounces in traffic. Tough catch by Gobert. It's ripped. Another turnover by the Jazz. Rubio. Here's Parker driving. Offensive foul. Curling off on Donovan Mitchell. Wizards 116. Jazz 114. Just when the Jazz get in trouble, it's when they don't break the paint. Jazz led this game 106-97 with 7.57 left. Gobert at the top of the key. They're running their natural offense here. Ingles lobs it to Gobert. He's at the rim. He's fouled. He scored! Thrown to the ground! He puts it up with the right hand while falling and puts it in! Joe Ingles Catching Rudy Gobert at the right time, and McCray picks up. An interesting change there by Quinn Snyder, though, Ron. That was a the same way the Jazz have addressed their regular offensive sets, right? Yes. It's a regular offense, the way they get into the dribble handoffs. But in a one-possession games this year, Gobert makes the free throw. Jazz lead at 117-116. Double-double for Rudy. 11.16 rebounds. 117-116. Rubio knocks the pass away. Washington Wizards. 9-29 on the road. Beal the right side. Bradley Beal isolated on Ingles' angle right. He veers. Now he drives to the left hand, gets to the cup, missed the layup, rebound, Jazz. 
Ingles out with it. Gobert with great help defense. Beal's slow getting back. Mitchell kicks to Rubio. Left corner three. Got it! Ricky Rubio! Rubio now five of nine this year in the from three in the clutch. That was huge. 121-16, Jazz by four. McCray driving, a blocking foul on Rubio. McCray will go to the line. 120 to 116. Free throw's good. Brand new experience for McCray. That's only his fourth game this year. He's played in the clutch. He's not been a regular rotation player. Just his third free throw. Makes them both. 120 to 118. 140 to play. Got him at 80% from the free throw line, so he's comfortable there. Jazz can't afford to blink in this playoff push if they want four or five. Ingles on a pick and roll and an offensive foul on Gobert. Bradley Beal has taken almost all of the Wizards' clutch shots this year. He works here at Gobert, gives it up to Portis, who's having a big night. He misses, rebound comes down to Donovan. Boy, that was a great setup for him. I mean, he had the look he's been getting all night. Just missed it. Portis has 28 points and 12 rebounds. Donovan at the top. Off a Gobert pick to the right. Snakes underneath it. Gets to the mid-range. Floats it up and around and in. But Gobert might have touched it. They're going to call it goaltending. We can review that in the final minute. It's not goaltending. Uh, he didn't touch it. He did not touch it. They called it goaltending so they could review it. If they don't call a goaltending, they can't review it. So we'll have a Siegfried and Jensen replay for Donovan Mitchell. He floats it up and in. Big shot for Donovan. 120 to 118. It would make it 122 to 118. The replay brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases and helping people in Utah for over 30 years. Donovan in the final last three minutes of a game, within three, they will overturn this. Yeah. It'll be 122-118. Donovan Mitchell in the last three minutes of games within three. So far this year, has been 11 of 38 shooting for 29% before that last bucket. 122-118, minute two to play. Wild night in the NBA. Denver beats Oklahoma City. Minnesota upends the Warriors. At Portland wins by 20 in Atlanta. And now the Jazz trying to hold on with a minute left. Up four against the Wizards. Probably the biggest game of the night there. Portland Trailblazers winning on the road and winning by 20. Shorthanded. Well, maybe the biggest one of the night is Minnesota beating Golden State because Denver and Golden State are now tied. That's true. But... I mean, and Portland, actually, to their credit, is only three games back for the number one seed. They've won six straight. 
Beal comes to the front court. Sets gets a pick and an offensive foul on Bobby Portis. Joe Ingles just lured him into it. He knew the whole play. Portis was going to set a pick. And he just bodied up on Portis the whole way down the floor until Bobby Portis finally shoved him away. I thought the official missed it the first time. And, and then now Joe Ingles is trying to get through the screen and Portis just keeps sliding and, and... 53 seconds left. Mitchell and Crowder pick and roll. They try to get a switch to get Jabari on Donovan. Donovan drives, lose, kicks it to the corner. Rubio, corner three, no. Rebound comes down to Portis. 122, 118, 38 seconds left. Beal to the front court, picked up by Ingles. Beal crosses him over, steps back, angle left three, no. Rebound, Gobert. Rudy holds it over his head and is fouled. And remember the note I've been giving you all night about Bradley Beal's three-point shooting. Angle left, just 31%. Angle right, just 32, 40% straight away. Jazz kept him to angle left and he missed the three. Great note, and it came right at the right time there as he takes that angle left, front part of the rim. 122, 118, Gobert at the line. Free throw's good. Rudy Gobert this year. Right now, 17 rebounds, 12 points. Pretty good at the line in big moments. Makes them both. 10-2 run by the Jazz. They lead by six, 124-118. Here comes McCray. Steps into a three. Missed it. Rebound. Tapped around. Beal has it for Washington. He retreats to the corner. Gobert and Ingles trap him. Cross-court pass. Deflected by Donovan. Picked up by Brown. Three ball good. 124-121. 15 seconds left. Jazz will take free throws. As Washington will have to foul after this timeout. The Jazz looking for their first win of the year in a game decided by three or less. Safe Light Auto Glass will donate $5 for every rebound secured for this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds from Safe Light Auto Glass master the glass will be donated to the Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Sometimes it's difficult, the Jazz ran into this in Atlanta as well, Ron, to play a team that comes at you hard when your past opponents have not. Right? We've, like, we've played a bunch of really terrible teams that have not been particularly focused recently. And the end result of that has been the fact that Maybe on some of these nights, the Jazz don't focus quite or aren't as sharp as they need to be. Well, especially then that first half, first quarter, and now you try to regain focus to get focus in that second quarter, and it's just hard, hard to get it back, hard to get it, period. You know, we're just not ready to play, and now you have to make things happen. It's awfully difficult. But for the most part, the Washington Wizards are just playing loose, their game plan seems to be working. If that's what they wanted out of Portis and Bryant, you know, to shoot threes. Jazz up by three. Okay. Inbounding with 15.9 seconds left. Surprise. Ingles inbounds to the backcourt to Rubio. They don't trap him. They do foul him, though. 
I'm surprised that Corver wasn't put in the ball game. Interesting. Rubio in the final five minutes of a one possession game this year is six of seven at the line. Rubio at 86, 85. 85.4. Here comes the first free throw. It's good. 125, 121, that's the really big one right there. Now the second. Wizards scored 95 points the last time these two teams met. Tonight they have 121. Tonight, 121. The Jazz number one defense in the NBA will not be as of tomorrow. <laughs> Both free throws by Rubio are good. I don't know whether I should mention this or not, Ron. Ron, what's your philosophy on the broadcaster jinx? Do you believe in it or not? What's that? Do you believe in the broadcaster jinx? No, I don't. Okay, then would you mention, since you don't, it's not bothered you, could you please mention this statistic for me? Oh, that the Jazz uh, have not missed the free throw tonight? Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> but they've taken 16. The last time they met, only seven attempts. There's no such thing as a jinx. Going into the fourth quarter, the Jazz had only taken five. So if the Jazz, Ron, if the Jazz had only taken five free throws going into the fourth quarter, what are they in the fourth quarter shooting free throws? They are having... Oh, your question was, how many free throws did they miss in the fourth quarter? No, have they made in the fourth made quarter? made in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So if they only took, made how many in the first? Five in the first. And right now they're how much? 16. Let me get my calculator. Okay. 11? Yeah. Okay. And how many of those have they missed? None. Oh, wrong. <laughs> Why you got to do that? 126, 121. Jazz. Lead it by five with 12.9 left. Jazz 33 from Donovan tonight. Leads the way. Sadoransky to inbound. Beal comes to the top. Gobert flares out on him, so Portis slips. Pass to the corner. Jabari for three. Got it. That was a great play. Inbound to Donovan, and Donovan's fouled with 8.5 seconds left in a 126 124 game. Wow, that was a great play by Bobby Portis. It, it really was, and you see they got the Jazz scrambling, and the ball movement got a great look. So Donovan to the line in a one-possession game. Fouling out of the game is Jabari Parker. He had 15 points, four rebounds, played much better tonight than he did when we saw him in Washington. He was not very good that night. He was very good tonight. Good all-around game, actually. Donovan at the free throw line in a one possession game in the final five minutes this year is 23 of 30. 77%. Makes this one. 127, 124.8.5 seconds left. Jazz might foul here if he makes, if he misses this free throw in a three-point game. If he makes it, they don't need to. Well, if you get him to run some time off the clock before the foul, I'm all for that. Second free throw, good. And they've already got the... Inbound to McCray. They don't need to foul now. He gets a pick, fires the three. Gobert comes out and blocks it into the front row. Rudy Gobert. 
Three seconds left, Jazz 128, Wizards 124. Inbound to Portis, who somehow is left wide open, but he misses, and it, Jazz pulled on to win, 128-124. Donovan Mitchell went over 30 for the 16th time this year, and the 23rd time of his career tonight. 34 points for the Wizards in the fourth quarter. Uh, 34 in the third, 30 in the first, 32 in the second, 34 in the fourth. Yeah. Jazz got to tighten up on that one. The defense not very good then. Jazz will be home on Monday against Charlotte. We'll be battling for a playoff spot. The first team we've played is battling for playoff positioning in some time. But the Jazz hold on to win it, 128-124. And Tony Parks has Jay Crowder. So much, David. Jay, tonight your team needed clutch plays throughout the course of it. Talk to me about drawing an offensive foul by Joe Ingles, hitting free throws when it needed to be taken care of, getting the loose balls, and all the extra inches to get this one done. Tonight. Yeah, we thought we was going to uh, get it open. When we, when we had a lead there in the fourth quarter, we thought we was going to blow it open, but these guys came out and played very well. Uh, we just took the course, made some crucial stops when we needed to. Uh, obviously, we got to the line, free throw line, and, and, and knocked him in, so uh, we'll let you get the win tonight. Donovan had to go to the locker room early, came back out, played exceptional. How can you put into words just how valuable he's been each and every single night? I mean, well, he's just getting better. Obviously, he's a young kid. He's going to make mistakes. Uh, but he, we, our, our, us as a team, we're behind him. Obviously, the organization, organization is behind him, and uh, we expect him to just be a leader each and every day and make himself accountable. Every night can be different. 82 different chapters, as you very well know. Uh, what is the key to staying tough and constantly knowing that you guys have what it takes to well, win? Uh, obviously, just taking one game at a time and believing in one another. Um, our, our, our coaching staff do a good job of preparing us each and every game, um, and it's just up to us to come out here and execute, and we've been doing a good job of that for the past month. Jay, thanks. Thank you. Guys, that's Jay Crowder. David, back to you. Jazz win it 128-124. The Jazz survive a kind of wild night. And we're joined now by uh, by Jake Scott and Britton Johnson. What was your guys' feeling tonight? Our feeling was just that the Jazz were never that sharp, but they get the win and got it when, you know, got sharp, I guess, when they needed to. I felt like Bradley Beal is a, a, a little bit more like bullyish tonight. Like his game seemed to have more of an edge, whereas he looked shocked in Washington, D, in, in D.C. with the Jazz pressure. And maybe the Jazz pressure wasn't as good tonight. I, 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 overall, I don't know that I can really like say that unless I go back and watch it again. But it just seems like he was a little bit more stubborn and bullyish on the ball in his pick and roll play and uh, definitely made a difference for him. And I thought they just blew up the Jazz defensive impact tonight. I mean, Physicality-wise, yeah, you mean? I mean just, yeah. Well, they got 29 shots at the rim. I think they ended up with 33 shots at the rim. They got, they got a lot of threes against us. We don't usually allow a lot of threes. They got kind of very similar in some ways to the way that Atlanta did. Yeah. Atlanta took their big guys outside. Trey Young got in the paint. And then they just feasted at the rim and on threes and... You know, we don't usually allow a lot of threes. We allowed 37 threes tonight. They hit 15 of them. You you lose a lot of games when you allow 15 threes. I thought a bunch of those were tough shots they hit, too. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong on that. But it seemed like uh, even when the Jazz did tighten up the defense and were where they were supposed to, Washington just hit some shots you wouldn't likely see go down for them. Yeah, I mean, they got, I don't know, Maybe. I'll have to go back and watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll say that I believe in you because I have faith did, in you, but 
calling the game, I felt like they were really wide. They got David, a lot are, of Portis was wide open are, a lot. Are the Wizards at the top of the league with pick and roll play? One of the, they seem like every time down the floor, a ton tonight at least. But I don't know, and I apologize to put you on the spot. We don't need to know that yet, I guess. But David, David would know that, uh, Britton, but they made a conscious effort to keep Rudy in the pick and roll tonight at the top of the key, and that's the reason Portis had so many three-point yep. looks. Now, he had three against the Jazz a couple of weeks ago, a week Washington, and a half ago, yeah. when they played him. So he can shoot the three. The Jazz are very much aware of that. But like the Jazz do so often, keep certain players in the pick and roll so they can, as Quinn say, we want to take advantage of every situation we can. Yeah. It's worth noting they are not. They're 17th in the league in pick and roll action. They are tied for the third best in the league at the pick and roll. Percentage but they yeah. do not usually run a lot. So that's a very conscious effort for them tonight. Well, it wasn't a pick and roll tonight. It was a pick and pop. Pick and pop, yeah. yeah or just a pick, right? Points point. off a direct pick. Right. Pick on the ball. Yeah. Caused us some problems. Portland, by the way, was number one in the league with Dame Lillard and Yusuf Nurkic. How about Portland? Three games out of the number one seed right now. Yeah, big win tonight. There were uh, a bunch of interesting games tonight. Uh, I'm sure you guys will go uh, review this, but uh, the Warriors lost in just an unbelievable way, and the Nuggets win. And Portland stays hot, so it was an interesting night in the West. The Jazz need to, to – this was an important win for the Jazz just based on everybody around them keeps winning. Yep, and the Clippers haven't blinked yet. Which is just amazing to me. Is Doc Rivers your coach of the year? Mike Budenholzer might be my coach of the year, but right. Doc Rivers would be close. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue too much with what – Portland, uh, Terry Stotts might be my coach of the year too. How yeah. about the celebration by the Wizards? Did you see that? Locker room with oh, champagne the when the they Clippers, made. Yeah. yeah, did I say? I didn't say Clippers. You yeah, said, Wizards. said Wizards. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Clippers when they made the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, men. All right, boys. Have fun with it. Nice Be job, good. guys. See you. All right, there you go.